Hey, this is a preview of a premium bonus episode of Champagne Sharks. If you enjoy the episode, subscribe at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks for $5 a month to get access not only to the rest of this episode, but to all the premium bonus episodes of the past, the whole archive. So that's a great deal. And without further ado, here we go. Hey, what's going on, Champagne Sharks? How's everyone doing? This is T. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ricky Rawls, R-I-C-K-Y-R-A-W-L-S. And we have with us Mike. Hey, everybody. It's Mike. You can find me on Twitter at BlackException1. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is free or premium. We'll work it out later. But regardless, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks to get access to premium episodes. You get two episodes a week instead of one. And you also get access to all the back episodes that are in the premium episode library, including a lot of our great guests. And it's at this point over 50 episodes. And if you can't do that for whatever reason, or you're already doing that and want something else you can do, you can always go to iTunes if you haven't already and rate and review the show. Uh, rating is fine, but rating and reviewing, um, is from what I understand something that helps people discover the show. So yeah, definitely do that. Also, if you have any questions or concerns or feedback, you can always write us at champagne sharks at gmail.com. Yeah, what's going on with you, man? Same old same, man. You know, just another day in paradise. You know what's interesting? Um with the last episode with one of the last episodes we released. Not the last episode we recorded, because we have a couple in the tank. Um but the one of the last ones we released, uh, we were talking about how you guys started wondering if I was maybe like secretly white or something based on the reflection <laughs> and that I showed you guys a picture and that was the first picture you saw of me. And to give people context so that people wouldn't listening, wouldn't just be sitting there like trying to visualize like what are these guys talking about? I made um, that picture that I sent you guys from the Bay Area, um, the picture for the episode and I got the same response that I always get whenever I um, post a picture uh, where they keep saying, wow, I keep getting surprised that you're not like a fat ass. That's the reply I always get. I don't know what a fat voice sounds like, but apparently wow. I seem to have it. Oh, that's, that's weird. I don't know if it's the voice or maybe like the stuff I talk about. But yeah, for some reason, everybody's always like shocked that. And uh, fat ass is not my term. Uh, like that's actually a term that was in the comments. <laughs> like before anybody gets on me, I, I wasn't using that term. I, that was a literal uh, quote. And like there's been wow. threads on there've been threads on Twitter about it, or like on Reddit. Like um, I, I I don't know if people just wanted me to be fat, or there's something about my voice that just has a resonance to it. But I just find it fascinating. I don't know what if anybody can explain this to me. Um, 
Yeah, Please I would definitely do. love to hear that explanation too. Yeah, sure. yeah, I would love to hear the explanation, and then you know, I'll read the best explanations on on the air at some point. But yeah, it, yeah. It, what's you? What's you know? If, if you hear, if, if one person said it, it's one thing, but if if, if you keep hearing it, it's like okay. <laughs> but you what, know, what, what am I doing? What am I saying yeah, that makes you guys think? I don't this? know. It's something I've only heard um, in relation to podcasting. Like you know, it's not like I've heard it based on like phone conversations or other stuff. Not to say like they don't think it as well. Maybe they do, but you know, maybe podcasting gets you a type of anonymous feedback that you know you don't normally get so maybe you know my whole life i've been um giving off like fat guy vibes on the phone and it took podcasting <laughs> for me to uh discover it you know i mean nothing wrong with that it's just i'm just curious you know i'm just yeah, yeah like, i would like to know too yeah yeah it's not like i'm asking because i want to like change anything I, I i just find it fascinating that unrelated people have all said like the same thing and what's interesting one guy said i keep forgetting that you're not a fat ass so what he was saying is and again that was his words what he, what he seemed to be saying is that he discovered it and then my voice made him forget again <laughs> he had to see it. it's like he went he found second. out you weren't then listening to you he went right back to uh his previous assumption that you were yeah yeah my voice somehow made him forget like the actual evidence that was before his eyes go back so yeah yeah that's that's um you're very hypnotic yeah, something about that. It's a it's a it's a weight it's a weight hypnosis somehow. I don't know. Uh, you still haven't seen Sorry to Bother You, right? I still have not. Okay. And I, I we were receiving threats on Twitter <laughs> from Champagne Shark fans to uh, make sure we watch it. So I'm gonna get right on that. Yeah, I did a um, show in person with uh, Michael Brooks to talk about it because I saw it with him. Okay. So um, he lives nearby me. So we just. Uh, came by and i wanted to like uh loop you guys in but um mm -hmm. i knew you guys didn't see it yet has so. he published it already has he put um, the show no, it's, it, it's gonna be on it's gonna be on our on our network so it'll just be like a it'll just be like a episode that i'll squeeze in um whenever oh okay. um, yeah yeah but i still want to cover it with uh you guys i'm waiting to hear when you guys see it it's it, it's it's an inter interesting movie. It's a uh, I want to see you guys' thoughts on it. You know, it's it's uh it's interesting because it's similar to Get Out but different than Get Out. I'm mm. not sure which one I would say is better. I think I would still give the edge to Get Out. Oh wow. Yeah, but it's um I really I really liked Get Out. So me me too. I I like I like Get Out too. But I feel like Get Out when you watch it, better understanding of what you saw. Whereas um Sorry to bother you is a little more surreal. So I had to spend more time thinking about, okay, what did I just see? And I'm still not totally uh, sure. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to check that out now. One of the things That's that we want to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me know what you think. I mean, some people I know, like, straight up didn't like it. Uh, so, you know, there's no guarantee. You might. I know some people who, like, Get Out who actually didn't like Sorry to Bother You. They thought it was, like, kind of heavy-handed and stuff. My personal thought is I think it's heavy-handedness on the surface kind of still disguises some subtleties underneath i think some people just think the heavy-handed parts are all there are to it but i think there are some parts that are heavy-handed on purpose but still have like some nuance underneath exterior heavy-handedness but i want to talk about something that you were telling me about but i'm not that well versed on it so you can actually brief me at the same time that you brief listeners but something about some black guy who got shot at a gas station right in south carolina uh no it's florida clearwater florida oh um, clearwater florida oh i'm actually looking wow isn't that sad i did a search yeah. for a black man <laughs> shot in a gas station by a cop and there were actually like multiple links to the point that i pulled up a different or the wrong one well okay, this, so now this, uh, uh with this situation in, in clearwater uh it wasn't a cop it was just some 
a random guy who took it upon him. He, he, I guess he felt like he was the deputy. Oh, wow. Uh, what happened was, brother, uh, his name was Marquise McLaughlin. He and his girlfriend and their child pulled up to a, um, to a gas station in Clearwater, and she parked in the handicapped spot. And he gets out and goes into the store, and uh, this, uh, this fucking asshole, I, his name is uh, Michael Draca. He, he approaches the car. He looks all around the car for, like, supposedly the uh, handicap sticker. You know, seeing if she's if they have a sticker on the car. And they don't. And then he starts yelling at her about being in the parking spot. You know, and uh, this goes on for a while while Marquise is in the store. And, you know, I, it's, it's obvious. It's, there's no sound to the. There's a video, but there's no sound to it. But you could, obviously, there's a pretty big disturbance because everybody that's pulling up, everybody's looking over over at, that, at the car. And, um... I have a question. When, uh, uh, yeah. Do you know if she was allowed to be in that spot? Not that it matters, but I just uh, I don't know. I yeah, I okay. don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. I, I, okay. I you know that and, never really and to occurred make clear, to me. I'm not asking think of that as if that um that justifies it in any way. It was just something that I was um curious about. Yeah. Oh, but there's an interesting thing about that too. But and you know, we'll talk about that in a sec. But okay. uh, you know, w- once he comes out and he sees the guys, you know, yelling at her through her window and um as he's approaching she starts to get out and he lets he he steps towards her and that's when marquise pushes the guy away and the guy falls and hits the ground and he you know pulls out a gun then you know marquise backs up and like like everybody out there just like backed up and he shot him in the chest that's crazy because he actually was backing up when he yeah so Oh my God! And the thing about and the the the, the, the this Freud is the part is of the story that's was really terrible is because immediately like you've never seen this immediately the sheriff is like well hey he was standing his ground that's like self defense oh my and, God um, I mean I mean that it, does happen because that happened with Tray with Trayvon Martin like what a lot yeah. of people don't remember about how the case originally went down is they just let him go immediately the only reason they even well yeah they let him go him, but like the, the initial detectives wanted to press charges on him oh that part. They, that part I didn't know. I, I just knew that he had got let go with no charges at first. Yeah. And then yeah. the social media outcry kind of shamed him into um wasting taxpayer money and going through the motions before Pretty quitting much. him. You know, they're kinda of like, Okay, well it looks like we can't it just looks like this him. will be that same it's, it, it looks like this is gonna go on that same, same line because way. I guess what happens is at that point it's it's referred to the uh, state's attorney's office who decides whether or not and, and she's probably gonna be pressured into yeah she i say she i don't know if it's a she um so, I think so it was, so it was face, a she in that in, in trayvon's case so they're basically faced with two they're basically faced with two choices at that point yeah. the, the choices are either to not charge or to charge and acquit because you know charging is never an option so it's like uh pretty much um uh, do we do we let him off cheap or do we let him off after wasting the taxpayers money you know like uh how yeah, how soon do we get him yeah. back out on the street? Because you and know that's this one. See, but this one we got video evidence, and you know, oh, we've had we've had video evidence before. But like, I, I'm just talking about in Florida with the stand your ground law. You know, George Zimmerman's bullshit ass story. We we just had his word, and that's it. Yeah. You know, we yeah. on this one we got several witnesses, and we got a camera, and uh, so, and so, so, so that means this guy has a history of doing yeah. shit like this. So that means we got to be more thing. creative in getting him yeah. off. 
before they quit. Oh, not really. You know, it seems like you know, you know, all they gotta do is put. Oh man, yeah, way weird, more weird old Florida people. These those people in Florida are weird. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that jury that let off? What was that jury recently that basically admitted they just wanted to get him off? Like, like there was there was a recent one where the jury was like really egregious of letting off somebody who killed off killed killed the black man. Like, like they just said, you know, um, I, I don't even I don't even remember the case. I mean, all these things are starting to blend together to me. Well, you, I mean, just I, even if you go back to um, damn, what's the the little girl who uh, everybody believes her mom murdered her? Casey the, Anthony. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was it. You know that that whole trial. The I don't know what the jury was thinking about on that one. Then you had the okay. You remember when Jordan Jordan Davis uh was killed by uh I can't remember the guy's name. Can never remember the crook's name in these cases. But the initial the initial jury was hung. They couldn't decide on convicting this guy on the uh, on the uh, murder charge. But the uh, second jury got him. But the first jury, like it was an- another twelve, another dozen weirdos um, in the jury box that just I don't know what they're doing in Florida in the water or whatever. But I have zero confidence that uh, anything is a is a slam dunk in Florida. Yeah. But uh, with this case right here. I'm, I'm looking the, uh, at guy. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it now, and it's like it's heartbreaking. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's heartbreaking up, because man. of what happened, but also because you can tell, like, they're kind of showing their hand already that they don't really want to do this, convict this guy. It's a, like, yeah. It's all... like, like you know, at least usually they come. Well, we're gonna do an investigation and blah blah blah. That blows some smoke up your ass. He just comes right out. Hey, hey, man. I mean, you know, and, and then like, and I think it's kind of one of the funny side effects of this like Black Lives Matter thing is, is that. I think it's the same thing with filming people. Do you remember like how filming people? I think there was a lot of stuff happening, right? That scared racists a lot because it hadn't been tested. Like there's been a lot of stuff just has been conventional wisdom that wasn't tested. So it was just registering as true. For example, the idea that you couldn't say the quiet parts out loud when it came to political racism, like you had to use dog whistles and all this stuff and you had to apologize and beg and scrape for penance and then donald trump just blew all that shit out the water he said all the quiet parts out loud when it came came to racism and he just um didn't use dog whistles and call people rapists and you know he semi-apologized for like one thing like the pussy grabbing but i mean and he and he won and also a lot of these racists who got doing racist tirades and everyone's talking about their lives were ruined like when you follow up on a lot of them they all either got like transferred or got a as good or better job later later on down the road or some people didn't get fired at all or whatever like yeah. these things these things blow over so i think uh the same thing happening with black lives matter and these protests and trials like a lot of people realize you know what this thing that we feared that has come to fruition and we've seen the impotence of it it's actually come that's to because we never more. we never we know we just kind of uh like you like you said it's the impotence of it we make a little bit of noise you know I don't know. They pretend to do something, or they do a little bit of something, and then we're fine. We don't follow up. We don't say, "Hey, whatever happened to you?" Know what I mean? Yeah. In the case of like an O.J. Simpson, they didn't just say, "Hey, you know, well, we lost the trial." You know, we we tried. They hounded that man for a dozen years until they got him. Yeah, exactly. And there wasn't you just know, like us. It wasn't, it's, it's, it wasn't it's just protesting. Yeah. No. I'm, no. I mean, Every, the whole we, all of the, this whole society got on code and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get this guy." And we protest even when there are other options available, which is what's interesting. Like for example, with the Ferguson thing, when a bunch of us tried to communicate or talk to activists down there, like uh, I know Aki yeah. tried Aki, friend of the show, who's actually been on the show before, and I tried to reach out to DeRay. This is when he was new; we didn't know anything about him, and we're like, "Hey, you know, we heard you down there in the in the streets." 
we didn't realize that he was kind of selected by the powers that be to like diffuse and divert the energy into, into uselessness we kind of took him at face value at first so we were trying to like contact him and netta to talk about uh, you know there's this recall uh law on the books down there all you need is two thousand signatures if you're out there protesting in the streets 24 7 you're surrounded by people all the time and you're in the neighborhood talking to the local activists why don't you at the time i didn't know who darren seals was i found out about darren seals like way that way later yeah and, and communicate with him later if i knew about him back then i would have con contacted him instead along alongside aki but i mean but that's why the media works the way it does that's what makes it good they made this guy who was an outsider the face and gave the locals no cover so even someone like me was not physically down there but wanted to find a way to get involved i look at the news i see this deray guy i'm thinking okay this must be the guy to contact not realizing <clears throat> nobody really fucks with him like that down there and he's yeah. he's basically a plant but yeah like we sent him the stuff about the recall election and all this stuff and then he kind of like casually gradually blew us off and uh ghosted us and then i started listening to his weekly um soapbox that he was doing down there it was this thing that he would release every week that was like kind of like a podcast but not really it was like some kind of live workshops that he was doing down there around protesting like giving a weekly update him and netta and then when i listened and this is when i was really new to a lot of this stuff like a lot of my thoughts on this stuff was kind of formed post Ferguson because I started seeing a, a lot of the activism and the uh, yeah. bullshit in action. But yeah, that was when I first realized. I remember I wrote Aki. I'm like, have you been like listening to this the Ray guy stuff? For those who don't know, it's just the Ray McKesson. I was like, have you been actually listening to like these weekly uh, um, town halls that he's doing? Uh, and I, and she was like, no, why? I'm like, well, I'm trying to listen to get a feel for him, you know, um, because we're trying to get him to help get these 2000 signatures to remove the mayor of Ferguson. Cause we figured that's a real tangible thing that will scare people, you know, yeah. not just stamping your feet in the street, pound, you know, pounding the street with your feet, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And I was like, there's a weird fixation with white people. The whole thing is about white allies. Like the whole thing is about white allies, knowing the role, let black people lead. Don't, take the mic don't make it about yourself don't talk over black voices and it was just basically like just training white people to um help build these black people's platform like you're telling them how to support them without taking the attention and ensuring that they get maximum maximum credit that the black people uh, <laughs> get maximum credit like that's all it was and i was like yeah i was telling Ak, like you gotta listen to this shit and i listened to, like some more and i'm like yeah this whole thing is just about holding white people's hands and grooming white allies that's all right, so that's the end of the preview. If you want to hear the rest of the episode, go to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and become a subscriber.